I was an engineer and in 2008 lost my job due to the economic collapse. Jobs were scarce. I didn't know where to turn to get help updating my resume. Online services and coaches charge hundreds, even thousands of dollars. I took matters into my own hands and learned how to craft interview-winning resumes. Shortly later, I landed a job with a Fortune 500 company. I have helped many achieve similar success. Now I share my tips to create interview-winning resumes, interviewing excellence, and high-performance growth strategies on my podcast, Career Growth Made Easy. Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. If you've listened to a few of my shows, you know there's one thing that I'm passionate about, and it's about your job performance. But hold on, back up a minute. Before you can have a job, you've got to not only have an interview-winning resume, but you have to rock. You have to excel at the interview. And that's where today's show title comes into play to help you so that you don't repeat mistakes of others. Today's show topic for episode 124, Don't Do This During an Interview. Hopefully I've got your curiosity piqued. I'm going to cut to the punchline right away, and I'm going to give away what inspired today's show. The position that was available was for a senior director level role. The candidate had a strong interview, but they had a critical detractor. A critical mistake happened, and it was he hesitated on giving an answer. He waffled on giving an answer. Post-interview, he was told, I don't care what decision you would have made during this interview. Just make a decision. Ouch. That made me wonder, as he and I spoke after the interview, and he was not awarded the position. Waffling or hesitating when you answer. How much time is the right time to collect yourself before you respond? What was the right answer? It turns out, he was told by the interview staff, one of the lead team members, I didn't care what decision you made, just make a decision. Now, there's there's other episodes that can come from this show being that sometimes there's a decision to make. And as a leader, as a manager, potentially a senior director level position, you might not make the right choice. But the rest of the team, the rest of the organization should follow suit and implement your wishes, implement your decision. Sometimes wars are won. Sometimes wars are lost. Other times, they're just neutral. What am I saying? Sometimes decisions aren't always the best ones when they're made. But in this particular case, making any decision was better than hesitating and being indecisive. I am going to tell you what the topic revolved around in this um, mock, rather in this real interview. And there were some mock questions posed just to see how the candidate would perform if this were a real life situation. And in this particular instance, the question was posed. You have an employee that's been repeatedly late and missed work. Another instance has occurred, and you have to make a decision. What are you going to do? 
and the applicant hesitated significantly before responding. I think they even uh, attempted to inquire further about the situation. They wanted to know if the uh, employee's situation was personal, medical, or if this was habitual and it didn't matter the situation before they could make a decision on, you know, sending the person to HR to be terminated or to possibly seek a corrective action plan, possibly try to improve their situation. But in this mock example during the interview, it wasn't really about the situation as much as it was about what the senior level staff that was interviewing was looking for. They were looking for quick, decisive answers because the position that was being offered to this individual and others required that quick, critical thinking skills. Now, I happen to know this person that was applying. I know them pretty well. We've worked together before and also coached together before. They have the skills necessary, in my opinion, to do that job. That interview question, possibly the phrasing, possibly the setup of that situation connected with them emotionally, and it caused them to hesitate. Or another word I used earlier, waffle, go back and forth on their answer. And that's part of what interviews are for, to put you in situations to see how you would respond. If that situation had occurred, how would you handle it? How quickly? How effectively? What would the results be? Do you have a good track record of success? Now, I will tell you this. Although it was a senior level position that this individual was not awarded at that time, situations like that can occur to any of us. We might be looking for our first team lead role, our first supervisory role, possibly into management, managing a team, or into a leadership role which has visionary views keeping the end in mind. Where do you want to drive? Where do you want to direct your team? What's the goal, the end goal in mind? All these things are great. But what if any one of us, what if you had an interview and it went poorly and you were told afterwards with the post-interview performance wrap-up, whether you inquired back to the team or they provided to you after the interview was over, what if they gave you feedback similar to this? You hesitated or we didn't Uh, agree with the answer that you gave for the situation, and here's why. Does that stick with you? Does that mean that you're permanently disqualified from future roles, from applying for future promotions? We'll be, um, what's the word? I don't know if this is the right word, black-labeled or have a black mark on your record so that anytime you look for a promotion in the future, that you're going to be seen as someone that performed poorly? I believe the answer is a resounding no. You can have an instance of performing poorly in an interview. A majority of his other interview aspects went extremely well. This, unfortunately, was one particular area that was a disqualifier for this person. Now they know what that weakness was or that area that needed improvement and that they can immediately go to to town and work on it, right? It just so happens that I've stayed in touch with this particular individual and another senior level position became open and they were awarded it. Likely going through, we didn't discuss this in detail, but likely going through the same or similar interviewing approaches and panels. And this time they succeeded. In fact, they were the top pick and were awarded the position. So good for them. But the bottom line, don't do this during an interview. It might be that you hesitate when giving an answer. It might be that you waffle 
Or in other words, go back and forth, trying to seek more information, trying to kind of evaluate it when this is your first time hearing about it. Obviously, there's dozens of common interview questions out there that can put you, you know, catch you off guard if you're not prepared. So there's always good ways, good reasons to go and research those to uh, get comfortable with those so that you're not caught off guard. But creating these situations, these mock situations, which you might encounter in real world, in the real job world, if you had taken a supervisory leadership management role or director level role, they're wanting to know if you can think fast and think on your feet. How would you quickly dispatch and complete this response? How would you resolve this matter? And that's really what this is about today. Making strong, confident decisions. It doesn't come overnight, all right? Many times you have to work at it and grow. And there's a difference between having knowledge and experience as well as applying that knowledge and experience through wisdom, Sometimes knowledge will say, hey, this situation occurred, they were late to work. Step one, they get written up. If they're late again, step two, they get written up. Step three, they're terminated, right? The the formal process there, whatever your company uses. But with that wisdom, you might be able to see things that are different in this person versus your other employee. There might be particular situations that arise that are personal of nature, possibly that they might be needing assistance. Maybe they didn't know your company offered counseling. Maybe they didn't know your company offered medical benefits, whatever the case may be. Maybe, I don't know, they're having difficulties with their vehicle and they might just, uh, you know, for a few days or weeks need a ride to work. Or maybe if you have the ability and authority to shift their work schedule so that they could come in a little later or stay a little later. Possibly they're caring for someone at home. You never know. But these are the things that can cause us to second-guess ourselves, people's personal situations. Sometimes in our professional world, I know a couple people that are doing rather well, but yet they have multiple jobs and they need this to make ends meet. So they give it their best working at job one. They take a lunch break, and they're up very early in the morning, by the way. They take a lunch break and head out to job number two. Sometimes they even have a third job over the weekends. Again, it's to make ends meet, and it's all a matter of what's important to them. Where do they want to work? Where do, the, where do they want to make a difference in the world? So without trying to get off topic here, don't do this during an interview. Think about areas that you may have interviewed before and you received feedback. Keep polishing very gently, very lightly your strengths, but significantly work on your weaknesses, the areas for improvement. If during an interview you realize you made a mistake, you know what? There's no better time than the current to go and correct that immediately. I'm going to pause and look up a couple episode titles that I think could help during this conversation. I'll be right back and we'll continue the show. Give me one second. Okay, I'm back. Thanks for your patience. Through the magic of recording software, it was just a moment, just a click away. While I was talking about this particular topic, I remember that I had a few recent shows that could really help you that reduces your time doing research and gets right to the bottom line. Talking about interviews, if you'd like to strengthen your interviewing skills, go back to episode 113 of Career Growth Made Easy. It's titled, How to Answer Common Interview Questions. There's some techniques and tips that I give you along with some common questions, and there's a really great bonus 
question that I help you with towards the end. Then also, episode 114. 114 is titled, In-Person Interviews Are Back. I think you're starting to see that now as we get towards the end of 2022, that hopefully COVID, a majority of COVID issues and cases is in our past. But we're starting to go back to in-person, in-person meetings, in-person work, offices, as well as, hey, interviews. And with that, we need to get back our one-on-one and one-on-many interviewing skills. You might be in a room with one manager or one human resource professional doing an interview. It may shift and have a one-on-many, a group interview. And that can set some of us off on an anxiety or stress concern, and then we can get a little bit nervous and agitated. But if we take a listen to episode 114, in-person interviews are back, it'll help you, or at least I hope it helps you, get a sense of your nerves, calms you down, and gets you prepared for what is likely to come. And then finally, episode 117. It's titled, Saying I Don't Know is Okay. I'll tell you, you don't want to say I don't know too frequently in an interview, and that's what that show is about, number 117. But it is okay to say it on a limited basis. However, I give you some great tips and techniques when you don't truly know the answer. So go back and listen to that show. But back to today's show, don't do this during an interview. This was one simple case where a mistake was made. Again, I want to honor and respect the individual for the fact that they had a great interview on almost all fronts, with the exception, as it appears, of this one situation, being indecisive or taking too long to answer a single question. You and I may not be under the same scrutiny, the same pressure to respond as quickly, as we may not be applying for director level or senior director level positions in our companies. But when and if that day does come, the response times for things are more critical. You have to remember, not only do you have a direct team below you, but you have sets and subsets of teams and management groups below you, and they're looking for you to be strong at the helm. It's like being at the wheel of a very large ship and you're steering it. Any slight changes to the wheel will eventually make course corrections to you, to your ship and to your destination. So as you make those changes, you need to make them effectively, consistently, and stick to your guns. Stick to your point. Once you've made that decision, it's locked in and you go with it. Most times, I believe, You will have the ability to review the content in front of you to help make decisions, but you also have your team members, your leaders, your managers below you in this particular case, if he had been awarded the position, that he can talk to. He could ask about the employees in this mock example. He could ask about the employee's past performance. He could ask, how recently has the employee been late? How well does he perform in other cases outside this? How long have they been with the company? What's their history? How many positions have they held? There's a variety of things that could be presented to this position to allow this person to make a better choice. Again, I don't want to belabor what we're talking about, but really it's a matter of having a strong interview and being challenged in one situation and unfortunately not being awarded that role. However, there is a silver lining to this. Down the road, as I mentioned, the same individual applied for another senior level position, nailed the interview, and was awarded that position. So don't believe 
because you made one or more mistakes that you are, um, I think, black marked, right? That you have a, a negative history and that it's going to follow you around like a bad stink, a bad stench. That's not the case unless you believe that and allow it to attach to you. What I'm trying to say There's plenty of help out there, including my free podcast, as well as I offer one-on-one virtual coaching should you be interested at my website, craigansell.com. Go back to episode 113. Arm yourself with information. Prepare yourself. I give you some tips and techniques, how to respond to common interview questions, but also there's a process to build your confidence, your ability to look people in the eye, and your ability to answer with confidence strongly, directly. Then 114, in-person interviews are back. Again, be prepared for that one-on-one situation or one-on-many when it's a table interview. Finally, 117, during an interview, saying I don't know is okay. But remember, don't use that as your easy way out. Don't use that as your easy button. Listen to that show to find out the frequency with which you should say it, or at least what I recommend. And then also what you can do to improve upon the matter If you do say, I don't know, there's some really great tips, especially towards the end of the show. So I encourage you to stick around on all those episodes to the end, because you never know when I'll throw in a free golden nugget that could help you ace your next interview. You could be tied for a position and your specific response could push you over the edge and get you awarded that role. I wish you the best intentions and luck coming up for any interviews that you have. And I'm here for you should you have any resume, interviewing, cover letter, or high-performance growth questions or need guidance. God bless you. I am Craig Ansell, your host of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. Thank you for sticking in to the end for episode 124. Don't do this during an interview. Now you know better, and hopefully you won't. Practice at home so you're ready for your next potential promotion or interview. See you next week. Thank you.